0: is this traditional seo in a way right so are, are you really building any landing pages or content or
1: is it just yeah it's just users i don't know i don't know anything like i i you know i'm not spending any time building fancy uh, programmatic seo pages no, no i'm not doing that it's just users
0: yeah so it's basically users using your form embedding there so now you get a backlink and you also end up getting a lot of traffic from there now listening to the 12net SaaS podcast with your host upendra varma Every week, I interview the world's best B2B SaaS founders to understand how they're growing their company. I ask them real SaaS metrics like ARR growth rate churn and deep dive into their exact processes. Let's listen to today's episode. Hello everyone. Today we have Julian Nahum with us. Julian here runs a company called Notion Forms. Hey Julian, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: All right, Julian. So let's talk about your product first. What does Notion Forms do and why do customers pay you money?
1: Uh, so it's a form builder for a software called Notion. Uh, if you don't know Notion, it's a productivity kind of, uh, all in one tool where you can build a workspace, uh, collaborate to create documents, but also databases, uh, and many different things. Uh, today they don't have a form feature. So I just created one, uh, using the official API. So it's kind of an extension of this software, like they create form and then they receive submissions directly inside their Notion workspace. All right. So what's your pricing model to understand? So I have two different prices. So first is premium. So like anyone can use it for free, uh, with certain features that are, you know, reserved to paid users. Uh, and then I have two different chairs. The first one is, uh, it's at $19 per month and it's for one user. And then you have like the multi-user one, which costs, uh, uh if I for well, <laughs> like $49 I think per month where you can basically collaborate to create forms and
0: got it got it so uh so let's let's understand about your customers uh here so like uh how many customers do you have on your platform as of today and how many of them are paying
1: i have like close to 25k users and i just switched uh 700 paid users so yeah uh, and how much uh MRR did you do last month uh now i'm at 12k just
0: past 12k Twelve k MIR, got it. Yeah. That's and just like, what? Where were you? Let's say a year ago, in terms of MIR. Uh,
1: one year ago, I was at like uh, I don't exactly know, but probably I don't know, less than a, less than one k. I'd say got in it. September, yeah, probably one like k or something.
0: That's pretty amazing growth. So let's let's deep dive into this growth. So where are you getting all of these customers from?
1: Um, so there is a lot of uh, word of mouth. Uh, also, you know, below each form there is a built with Notion forms or like powered by Notion forms for free users. Uh, but the main traffic is SEO. It's just you know people googling how to create a form with Notion.
0: Got it. So so help me understand how SEO is working for you as of today. So can you quantify right? For example, you have around 25,000 users. And uh, help me like how many users did you get last
1: month? Just to get some understanding of it. Uh, I, approximate like numbers. 2 point, like, let's say less than 3K, probably like 2.5K. Awesome. Oh, let, let's just say that you
0: had, like, you got 3,000 new users last one. Mm-hmm. And how many did they act like, how many of them actually discovered your product using one of your <laughs> SEO keywords, right? Using this organic channel.
1: Uh, so the fun thing is I don't do, I didn't do many, you know, like SEO pages with fancy keywords. It's just that people using it, using the product, they create new forms. And then these forms, they run can Google, obviously if they want, if the customer wants to, uh, but also then they embed the form on the website or they share the link to the, to the, to their form, which essentially is a link to notion forms website. So it's a backlink. So, you know, the domain guts, uh, gets a good reputation from that uh i'd say to give you numbers honestly i'm i'm, I'm not really sure but that's at least one third uh come directly from google uh just googling how to create a form with notion or things like that and then i have quite a lot of word of mouth. Uh, you know like notion community is super strong super active so uh people tend to share the tweak and, and their favorite tool uh and the rest is a mix of different things
0: so so uh like do you is this traditional seo in a way right so are, are you really building any landing pages or content or is it just
1: yeah it's just users i don't know do, i don't know do anything like I, I you know i'm not spending any time building uh, fancy uh, programmatic seo pages no i'm not doing that it's just users
0: yeah so it's basically users using your form embedding there so now you get a backlink and you also end up getting a lot of traffic from that. that's pretty amazing exactly. right so so now what i want to understand is like where are you putting all of your efforts in, right? So it looks like all of it is just word of mouth driven, you know, everything's just happening around you, right? So what part of it is, is, is it that you're really trying to control? Or is it just magically happening, you know, magically going forward?
1: Yeah, there is a definitely a part of magic, <laughs> but also, you know, I'm trying to uh, like first make a great product, make sure, you know, people are happy with it. I spend a lot of time doing support, uh, taking customer feedback and, and you know feature requests that kind of things and then also trying to reduce churn so you know like i'm i haven't done any work on trying to get more users i'm more trying to focus on trying to ret- retain the one i have for the moment uh and i'm also you know working on, on different projects on the side now so like this is one of my projects but hopefully i'd love you know to have more than than this one so trying to spend my time using this
0: all right, so we'll we'll come back to that in a bit. So, so uh, talk me about your conversion funnel. So you've let's you've got like three thousand users to your who who must have subscribed to your free plan, something that mm-hmm. something like that. Like, how are you converting yeah. them into paying customers? What are you doing? And what's the conversion rate look like?
1: So first, like the first huge drop is about fifty percent of people that register don't even create a form. Okay. So first, because there's friction, but also uh, because the product is like. Even though I'm trying to make it as easy as it can be, uh, it needs you know you need to have a certain knowledge of notion. It's not for everyone. Some people might not understand that it's an extension to notion and so on. So I lose about like fifty percent of the people there, and then the rest they create one form or multiple forms, and then you know as they understand the product better, they realize that when they try to use certain feature. They can play around with them, but they cannot use them effectively because they don't have like the post subscription. And then that's how I suggest them, you know, to take the post subscription and the conversion rate from free to pro is, I think it's around 3%. Okay. Actually, we can do the mass 25k divided by yeah, 700, 700 yeah, yeah, I think it's, yeah, so on that. <laughs>
0: Got it. So, so that I get it. So, like, I'm trying to understand what, like, have, have you optimized for this? Because 25,000 users on your platform is 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 pretty huge, right? So, even if you can increase that conversion rate up by one percent, your you're just like your number of paying customers are just gonna go up, right? So, are you doing putting yeah. any efforts in there? Like, how has that worked out for you so far?
1: So, that's definitely something I want to work on. Uh, you know i've been trying to experiment a bit with pricing i've been trying to change what's you know what's inside the free plan what's inside a paid plan uh, i've been doing some experiments uh but yeah uh that's definitely some of the things that i want to focus on more later on right so as of today it's just
0: self-serve that if i you if i start with one form and if i want to use more forms i automatically have to upgrade is that how it is? <laughs> like, uh,
1: like the, there is no limitation on number of forms or number of submissions. Like with the free plan, you can create as many forms and as many, uh, you can get as many submissions as you want. It's just feature based. So, like you know, in the form editor, you're gonna see, oh, you can get an email notification, but then we tell you, okay, it's pro, so you need, you know, you need a pro plan for that.
0: Yeah. So it's an interesting uh, way of basically upselling people, right? Again, in, in your case, converting them from free to uh, sort of paid users. So like. How do, you, how do you figure out like what's that, you know, because if I'm a user, right I'm a Notion Power user, so I understand it totally by the way, right? So, so where do you draw that line, right? Why not just limit it based on number of forms? Maybe that way my odds of converting would be obviously more, right? Why just feature dependent? Have you done any work on that? Like what are your thought process on that?
1: So initially I, I you know, I, when I launched it, I wasn't even sure I was gonna, it was gonna work. I didn't know I would be able, you know, to monetize it. Uh, all I knew was that I didn't like, you know, product like type forms where you you get hundreds submissions and they, and then you need to pay. Like I didn't like this experience where your product basically stops working because you need to pay. So I didn't want that. So I didn't want to like a usage based pricing. So I started like this and now I'm too lazy slash too scared to try different stuff. You know, I don't want to lose all of the <laughs> customers I have. So I'm, I'm just going to keep that away for now.
0: So that's, that's, a, that's a very interesting perspective, right? So, I mean, look, if you have to build a serious business, you have to draw the line somewhere, right? And I understand you don't yeah. want to, you know, sort of, uh, draw a flag from all of these three users who are using you. Right. But like, you still need to do something there. Right. So otherwise it's going to be hard, you know, growing from now. Right. Or you have to come up with some drastically new plan to sort of put that filter. Right.
1: So, so how's like, what, what are your thoughts on these? I, you know, as long as it was, I'm not, like, to stress about this. Uh, I'm just trying to make sure, you know, I can offer as much as I can from the, like, for users on the free plan. Uh, but also, I, I, you know, I want to make the best product I can for the paid users that, you know, I have some business that relies a lot on Notion Forms, and I'm super happy and glad about this. So, yeah, I'm, I'm you yeah. know, that's, it's just... It's just that, like this for now and I, you know, to stress about it. Makes sense. So,
0: like, also one question on the pricing aspect of it. Like, how do you price a product that's that's an extension of something that's very popular, right? So, I think I pay around 4 or $5 to Notion, their basic uh, plan. Yeah. Right? And how do you expect me to pay $20 for your product? So, how do you come up with this number in the first place itself?
1: <laughs> that's a really good point, I actually. So, initially, like, when I launched and I realized people were enjoying the product, I, you know, wanted to monetize and I didn't know how to price it. Uh, and, I, and I did get some people asking me like, why is your product more expensive than Notion itself? Uh, and I think it's just that I decided to position the product for uh, like pro slash enterprise customer base. And, and the way I did it is I just looked at project like type forms, uh, I don't know, survey monkeys or like paper form, that kind of products. And, and, and the first plan, like the, the base plan they have, like the cheapest one is like $30 per month for all of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One question I had is basically the way I look
0: at it is, right. You're, you're entirely dependent upon notion, right? So I've mm-hmm. seen it happen multiple times. What happens is like notion comes up with your feature. It's, it's a simple add-on feature for them. The day they've like, they want to invest in that. And the day they build, right. What happens to your business? It's, it's a, it's pretty risky in that sense, right? So like, what are you, like, how are you viewing this business as a whole in terms of the risk that it possesses?
1: Yeah, I think building on top of a platform is always super risky because, like, you know, the platform can get uh, shut down, they can decide to shut you down for no reason, or they can, as you said, just build a filter in, inside the core product. Uh, but it also has many advantages, you know, because you don't have to acquire some customers is much easier, marketing is much easier. Uh, and in the case of Notion, they have a super strong community already, which helped so much. Like, for instance, you know, like building a new form builder today is, uh, I wouldn't think, okay, that's the obvious thing to do, like such a crowded market. But because it's niche down to notion, I think that's the only reason why it really worked. Uh I do, I do, I, I'm worried about this. Uh, that's a worry I have, you know, like it can stop. Maybe like tomorrow, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to see that they did it. And then, you know, maybe I'll lose uh, pretty much all of my business. So what I'm trying to do is first, uh, I'm trying to build it in a way that even if they do be, uh, allow the creation of form, my product will still be better because you know I have like email notifications, I have like Zapier integrations, I have like so many features that people you know ask me to to build uh, because I, I really spend a lot of time thinking what people need. And uh, the second thing I'm doing is uh, trying to invest more time on different projects as well. <laughs> so okay. I don't want to put like all the eggs in the same basket and. That's the spirit.
0: So you're seriously considering that that happening sometime soon, is it?
1: I'm I'm somehow kind of confident that it's not going to happen at least not within the like two, next two years. But you know, who knows?
0: But isn't it the time to sort of you know like increase the prices or maybe set that limits to pretty low so that you could have more paying customers? You know, like like isn't it isn't it the time right? So make hay when the sun shines, right? So what not? Why are you waiting for something to happen?
1: yeah i did uh, increase price prices recently <laughs> but, <laughs> right. but yeah yeah i'm i'm you know it's going I'm, I'm spending less and less time on notion forms and now i also have like a full-time software engineer helping me on it and on other projects so uh so it's great i'm right. trying right, to so- diversify
0: so uh what next for notion forms in terms of growth right so are you going to go up market because you already captured a lot of these notion users i guess right at, at the bottom of the market are you going to go up market target these enterprises maybe uh, um
1: so I already have like some kind of some kind of an enterprise plan which is a bit more expensive and allows you know multi users to collaborate on notion forms uh i I'm not super tempted in trying to go like, you know, the full enterprise way with super expensive pricing and and, level, and levels of LS, SLA and that kind of things. I don't think it's really something that could work long term. Uh, I did try to build other Notion related product, you know, because now I have a better understanding of what uh, like poor Notion users need. Uh, and I built another one, but it wasn't really like successful. I didn't manage to get uh, much traction. Uh, I haven't given up on, on it yet. but you know i i did try to explore more to that right. niche
0: okay so you are at around 12k mrr now right so how are you going to get to 100k mrr so what are you doing actively to get there
1: um that's a good question <laughs> so basically so far you know i was mostly focused on on building a great product and offering like the best support i can to users um now i think it's uh, kind of a time where i need to transition into doing more marketing, producing more content, you know, like writing guides, uh, making videos on how to use the product. Uh, and these are like some of the things I want to do in the in the coming months.
0: But, but you've already got a lot of, you know, top of traffic, right? So you've got like, I don't know, like you already have 25,000 users using your platform. That means that you have much higher number of, you know, maybe in half a million or something, you know, sort of looking at your product, right? So looks like your top of funnel problem is sort of figured out. Now the question is, how do you convert them, get them into a paying plan? Right. So like content and all are going to help you sort of get that top of funnel, but it looks like you've already figured that out with that, you know, amazing, you know, channel that you have right? So like any, any sort of efforts that you're putting in to sort of convert them more.
1: I think uh, these guides uh, that I just described—they're gonna help with like top, top of you know, acquisition, but they're also gonna help a lot with uh, conversion because you know, like many people, they they discover the product and then they think that it's for them, and, and often it's the case, but it's just that they cannot really figure out how to use it or or how to do certain things they want to build. So I think providing more examples on how to use the product will, will really help people, you know, getting started with it and and uh, ultimately subscribing. Got it.
0: All right, Julian, so let's sort of uh, get a bit of backstory about this uh, project, right? So when did you start the company as such?
1: Uh, in May 2021, so a bit more like maybe 15 months ago. Something nice. like this. And
0: how many folks in your team as of today?
1: Uh, we just two now.
0: Two, yeah, the, the developer that you talked about, right?
1: Exactly. Got it.
0: And, uh, and did you raise any funding or are you planning to raise any?
1: No, no. I'm uh, happy to be fully with Swap. Got it. <laughs>
0: All right, Julian. So let's wrap this up. All right. So thanks for taking the time to talk to me. Uh, hope your scale notion forms to much greater heights, right? Thank you.
1: Thank you so much for chatting with me.